0: This is Ronnie Anne Ryan, Intuitive Coach, and welcome to the Breathe, Love & Magic podcast. In this show, we'll talk about mystical methods, spiritual practices, and magic to grow spiritually, live well, and maybe find love. Open your heart, expand your mind, connect with spirit, and embrace the magic that is all around you. To learn more about intuitive coaching with me or a past life reading, please visit breatheloveandmagic.com. If you enjoy the show, please rate it or write a review and subscribe and share it with a friend. May good fortune come to all those who listen to the Breathe, Love & Magic podcast. And now, on with the show! Do you have a big decision that you're struggling with? Or do you have trouble making decisions? Or maybe you just want confirmation that you're headed in the right direction and made the right choice. Well, I've created a special gift for you called How to Ask the Universe for a Sign. In this free half-hour audio program, you're going to learn exactly how to ask the question, how to set everything up so that you can get an answer within 24 hours, and finally know one way or another what you should be doing about a particular situation. This has worked so well for me. I'm happy to share it with you. To listen, just go to nevertolate.biz slash sign. So that's N-E-V-E-R-T-O-O-L-A-T-E dot B-I-Z slash S like in Sam, I-G-N. It's a simple tool to use that offers amazing and wonderful results. On today's episode of the Breathe Love and Magic podcast, I'm speaking with Vanessa Brewers. She's a soul guide and business coach, blending the practical with the magical. You know, I'm going to love this. She takes being real and authentic to a radical new level. She is set on innovating the hierarchy based model in the coaching, personal development, and spiritual industry. She doesn't try to make herself look impressive and is willing to share the real-time challenges she is experiencing in service to modeling what doing the real work looks like. She's not afraid to make herself look bad if it liberates the people she serves. She's determined to remove the idea that there is some there to arrive at in the name of success, spiritual or material. I'm so excited. Welcome, Vanessa. Thank you so much. When I listened to you read that, I was like, Ooh, do I really want to set that bar
1: to myself? <laughs> There's it's funny, you know, it's so baked in to our culture to look a certain way and appear successful. I truly live by those words. And every time I hear that I have declared that to be true for me, a part of me that wants to hide behind some image is like, just read a different bio. <laughs>
0: Well, I'm sure this is actually reflective of who you are, so don't fear. (laughs) Not to worry, not to worry. All right, I want to get into it right away. What does practical magic mean as an entrepreneur? I love this concept. Fill me in. Yes,
1: I happen to believe that entrepreneurship is the most perfect vehicle to experience magic. Wow, really? Yes, I really do because it's so set up for the opposite. So I think the contrast of when magic gets to be infused with entrepreneurship, it's so much more surprising and more delightful and maybe a little harder to access. I'm not sure about that. But practical magic means that we are in pursuit of material results, but get it in magical ways. Okay. So when I say magic, I I mean so many things, but in particular, I mean that it's not only by your effort alone, it also requires a deep level of surrender. Yeah. And is amplified the more you, you are.
0: The more authentic you are, the more amplified the magic becomes? Yes. Oh, that's kind of nice. I actually think self-expression is a
1: requirement for magic.
0: Huh, well, that makes sense to me. But maybe you should explain it to people who are listening. Yeah, You're going to just blow it out of my mouth. I'm like, what do I mean by that?
1: (laughs) Why I think entrepreneurship is such a potent container for practical magic is because it leaves you nowhere to hide. Mm. It is, it is always reflecting back the place you are hiding. It reflects back the places where you really aren't that skilled. It reflects back Relentlessly, the places that you have your insecurities and your limiting beliefs. And it's a neutral mirror. Entrepreneurship doesn't care. It's not trying to make you wrong, but it's also not apologizing for reflecting the truth. I suppose, in a way, then entrepreneurship reflects back your not self. And so, when you let yourself see those things, and instead of making yourself bad or wrong or trying to fix or control them, you use them as a way to go inward and deeper into yourself and into your relationship with the divine. Essentially use every one of those things, both to heal and to just let yourself be more free. And as you do that, a, you become more fearless. And so you attack things and create amplified results, but you also align yourself with the synchronicity of life. Yes. If you're vibrating the truth of who you are. And so you get to attract
0: cool opportunities and meet new people like you and I being here today. Mm, Very good. I can really see that. So when I think of practical magic in the simplest of terms, I I had a podcast that's like 30 bits of daily magic. So one of them is take your first cup of the day, whatever it is, put your hands on it and infuse it, you know, Mm. self-love or your intentions or the energy you need or you're looking to have for the day. And that's like super simple magic, but that doesn't mean it doesn't work. Yeah.
1: I mean, isn't it the simplest magic that is the most powerful because of how willing we are to discount it?
0: Yeah. Willing to discount it. Exactly. (laughs) So give me an example of how you use magic in business.
1: I sort of boil down practical magic into what I call the four types of work. Great. Should we define those first? Would that be helpful? Excellent. Okay. So this is the most common. There's outer work that creates outer results. If I want to paint my house, I get a bucket of paint and I paint the walls and it's done. Yes, Most of the time, that's the place most of us camp out and live. And Joe Dispenza refers to that as to trying to change matter through matter. <laughs> yeah, Not magical. That's okay. There's nothing wrong with it. It's not magical. Then there's inner work that creates outer results. And I think this is where we start to get into the realm of, you know, working on our belief systems and that kind of thing. So I'm not going to dive too deep into that. It's really useful when you start to combine these two. But then it occurred to me not that long ago, I'm like, oh, there's two more layers. There's inner work that creates inner results. And this is therapy, healing. What creates confusion is that I think people jump from outer work that creates outer results to inner work that creates inner results, but wonder why it didn't create outer results. This is what I call the transformation spiral. It's healing and expansive, but it's still not magic. Because magic is when the inner work creates outer results in reverse. So then the last piece is there's outer work that creates outer results, inner work that creates outer results,
0: inner work, inner work
1: that creates inner results and outer work that creates inner results. Yeah. This is the fun one. This is why I think magic really gets in. This is ancient ritual. This is giving offerings to the land. This is finding a tree and sitting in it for hours at a time so that it can crack you open. This is, I had this really intense, really, I have been working through this really deep, like I want to get to the core of my union with God and life. I want to break apart any separation, right? So I've really been in this inner work to try to create this inner shift. And I just haven't been able to do it. And then recently I had this huge financial collapse in my life, like just chugging along, doing great, creating all the outer success. And then the whole thing just collapsed. Oh no. And I had this, my instant reaction was pure panic, burst into tears, total fear. And then I went straight to my altar and I was praying, like, just let me let go. Just let me let go. And the message that I received, this is outer work that creates inner results, was go bury your last bleed under this particular tree and like have a burial for that aspect of yourself. And I did it in that moment, like in the panic, this is minutes after the collapse. And I was almost instantaneously liberated. I have never felt so good. I have never felt so free. So so,
0: let me just interrupt for a minute, please make sure I understand what did you bury?
1: So my bleed from my recent cycle. Okay. Yeah. And because I, because I'm in the, yeah, because I'm in the practice of all this ancient ritual and ceremony from the deep feminine tradition. Yeah. This is a part of the shamanic practice. So I happen to have it.
0: (laughs) Now I've never heard about that. So this is a little new for me. And what's the traditional use of doing something like that?
1: Okay. So in, I suppose it would be like in the lineage of the high priestess and shamanic work, the lineage of feminine magic, it's your menstrual cycle is your connection to goddess it's meant to be like culturally and conditionally we relate to it very differently yeah but in this lineage it is it is the essence of your magic as a woman on the planet so it it's a really
0: sacred offering it's like the most sacred offering i see and use okay so it's a sacred offering because immediately my head went to that book the red (laughs) 10 it's good that's 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 not a bad place to go <laughs> which is not a shamanic thing it's, a, it's you know biblical historical fiction but they all sat around in the red tent yeah when they had their periods. so that's right
1: because it was it was a sacred initiation it was a sacred experience you only have it as a woman to move the divine through you right and part of creation yeah so anyway, that was kind of a, I didn't anticipate telling that story, but that's an example of yeah. outer work that creates inner results. And I, when you combine all four of these kinds of work and it's so helpful because when you're in the path of trying to make stuff happen in the world, you can sort of go to a menu. Have I been camped out in one of these kinds of work for too long? And it would be useful to bring in another one. So I find well, that when you have the right blend, practical magic.
0: I love that you said menu because sometimes you get lost and you're like, okay, I'm here, but where do I go now? So, <laughs> so yeah, if you could look at the menu and go, well, I have four options. So which one's going to work right now? I, that's, that's very practical. I love that because and then you have a little bit of a roadmap versus yes. just standing there going, uh... <laughs> Yeah, and I think we all get
1: lost, no matter how far along on the journey you are. I mean, it's what we come here for. But I have I just found that if you have this other place to go and try, it completes the picture. So instead of making yourself wrong for not being able to get unstuck, you just look at this sort of practical piece. Have I been using all the kinds of work available? Oh no, I didn't even know there was such a thing as outer work that creates inner results. Let me go there.
0: Yeah, that I love that because. I'm so good at making myself wrong. (laughs) Oh, we are so good at it. (laughs) I I am such a professional. (laughs) (laughs) It would be nice if we could capitalize on that better. Maybe we... (laughs) You know, this is all making me think back to when I was in my 30s, I was laid off and there were three other positions in the company in different divisions that I could have taken. But Mm. I really hated my corporate job. I'd been there seven years and I thought it was going to kill me. Uh. So... I left, I took severance and I left and I had $30,000, which I spent, you know, living, paying my mortgage and whatever. I did make some money along the way. I was trying to freelance. I didn't want to just go get another job. And I got all the way to the point where I had $800 left and my $900 mortgage was due. Mm. (laughs) And so I was on the phone with this woman who was a, this is a little crazy, but psychic slash therapist. And saying to her, what am I going to do? Because, you know, and she goes, it's right around the corner. It's right around the corner. And then I always had two lines. So the other line beeped. And it was this guy I had known from my earlier career who said, hey, can you kind of do some freelance work? Because we are so overloaded. And I was like, that really is right around the corner. Yeah, that is, that is like, I like that style of manifestation, please. <laughs> but I had struggled so much because watching all of my savings dwindle like that, left me in such an incredible panic. I remember cracking open the Course of Miracles and I got to this passage that said, your attack thoughts are attacking your invulnerability. I still remember that all these years later. And I'm like, you know, what does that mean? I'm actually invulnerable. So the attack thoughts, they're attacking, but if you really stand back, they, there's nowhere to go because I'm invulnerable. They can't get me unless I let them. Those And they're my thoughts, so stop it, you know? So it's not that easy to stop it, but I, I could just see how that is an example. Like I didn't go bury anything, but that is an example of just getting to that point. It was like everything came together in the perfect little storm. Yes, yes. And I had to let go of the last security I had in order to build back up. And that was the start of my freelance career at that time that took off and, and did really well. For 10 years, it was amazing. Wow. That's the most epic example. Every single one of those four pieces are in there.
1: And you can see that it's magic because probably, I don't know, you can tell me if this is true, but if you wrote down a list of 10 people to call to do freelance work, that person who beeped in probably wouldn't have been on it.
0: That's right. Probably not. I didn't know what I was going to do. So yeah, so that is awesome. So let's talk about a client might be really good too, where there's another example, because I find it's easier to learn sometimes through the examples, because it gives me some application. For sure. So this is the timing of this is really magical (laughs) because I'm working a
1: few clients right now who are all in a similar situation where the external is sort of collapsing all their Um, jobs, relationships, and it's no accident. This is something I'm really transparent about with my clients when they come to work with me if you want a rebirth there's a death involved how will you handle it when things start to fall apart are you down for that part too and so i'll just share the story of one particular client i have an offering called permission power vision so this is outer work that creates inner results that inner work that we do there ends up having outer results as well so it's two of these pieces together so they fly to denver and my husband and i also own a boxing gym so we go into the boxing gym by ourselves and it's soundproof and dark and it's got like club lighting. It's it's really cool. And we do this huge somatic release. So we go deep into the rage, deep into all the parts of your being that have never been allowed airtime and you lose control. That's the whole point is to actually let yourself completely surrender and lose control. So on one level, it's outer work, the boxing being in the room, the movement of the body that's creating this massive inner release outer work that creates inner results. And then the day, the second day is a spa day and it's this luxury <laughs> spa day where you just get to go and be like pushed on and smell good and, you know, soaked. And so that your body can integrate. And in this integration, this is the inner work, magical things, sometimes highly disruptive things start to happen in their lives. So I had a client come to Denver, not that long ago, we did the session. It was intense three hours I and mean, we were both exhausted next day does the spot day go home within one day ended her relationship was let go from one job left a third within oh, a day now crazy. I would say that had that occurred before the session she would have collapsed in total fear and panic but because of the work that we did that literally changed who she was on the inside she was like I'm good I'm gonna go to the beach <laughs> literally was just like, she was like, I'm scared. I'm panicking. Sure. Whatever. But I'm good. This is right. This is correct. So it's very
0: magical how it all aligned. Wow. These types of work. Wow. That, that is a masterful story of handling what could really turn somebody into the fetal position. (laughs) That's a lot of change and stress and ending all at the same time. So then if I just layer in the other two pieces, so
1: then I invited her to do more of the ritual work. The outer work, the, sorry, the, yeah, the outer work that creates more inner results. So going to the beach, doing ceremonies, letting it change for more. And we're very much now going to move into outer work that creates outer results. What is the work you want to do to build this next phase of your life? Where, where do you want to live? Who do you want involved? How do you want to earn money? Very practical, but because it's sitting on top of these other three kinds of work, she's resourced, she's ready. It'll make a bigger change.
0: Wow, that's pretty amazing when you think about it. But boy, you have to be brave. You have to really be able to look at yourself and take it all in and let it all go. That's there's a lot going on there.
1: It does. It takes a lot of courage. I mean, you know, you're walking the path. It's
0: not for the faint of heart. you know, when I was younger and I got into this whole spiritual way of looking at things, I thought it was going to make my life easier. <laughs> what a <cool. laughs> I know. Oh my gosh. My husband said to me a couple of years ago, don't you sometimes wish you never found this? Path? <laughs> it's like, I think maybe that's true. I don't know. Is ignorance bliss? <laughs> not, you know, not necessarily know. the human experiences can be one of suffering. And so you just have to find your way out and find yeah. how to handle it or whatever. And so, like you're saying, when you have those Four different ways of doing the work, you have a lot of, a lot more options. So I found that just having those, that especially
1: that last one, outer work that creates inner results, that was the game changer for me. Because I think the majority of people don't ever find that, or if they, even if they, are introduced to it would find it really weird. Even when I, I was super practical. I mean, you wouldn't have heard me talking about this even three years ago, like <laughs> wow. no way. Wow. I was like, I would least, I'm sure it was in my field. And I was like, that is some kooky, weird woo woo. And I, I like to get down with the woo, but, and I remember the first few ceremonies I did thinking, this is just bananas. What on earth is my teacher having me do, but if I hire you, I will listen to you. And
0: as time has gone on, I get it. The game changer. So tell me about your path uh, working with a shaman and how you got into that. I'm really happy that you asked that question.
1: Thank you. Oh, good. (laughs) It 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 was an accident. No. I have always been intrigued. Even before I think I was... I mean, I spent the first six years of my life deeply connected to the divine. I remember as a kid laying in bed, literally just having conversations with God. I also remember the moment I cut God out. It's another story. But for... I mean, up until I got pregnant when I was 31 or two, I was just like, I wanted nothing to do with the divine, nothing. Hmm. And then I was working with a coach at the time. And I was also doing 21 days of Joe Dispenza meditations about reconditioning my body. And after about 18 days, I had started to feel more and more and more and more peaceful. And then one day I was in meditation and I was like, who put that rage there? It was like walking into your house and seeing a leopard couch that you've never seen. Oh, that's funny. I just became so aware. So I reached out to my coach and she said, you know, you need to work with a shaman. And so I had a session with him and it was just mind blowing. He told me so many things about myself that no, like he could never know. Just never. I mean, to specific detail. She, he said something about like, you probably shouldn't have kids. Like he referenced it in some way. Like it doesn't feel super aligned or you know, I can't remember the exact language, but he referenced like, yeah, maybe not for you. I did not know that I was pregnant in that session. Oh my gosh. So I found out just after, and I called him back. Like, did you know I was pregnant when you said that I was pissed. <laughs> of course he didn't know. And it it really opened up this beautiful relationship. And so we kept working together and the pregnancy was like a portal into my trauma. And you know, we did all the work and blah, blah, blah. So that was what cracked me open to that depth of work. Once you find that depth of work, you really get hooked. So I stayed on the journey and I kept going deeper and, and entering into more magic and spirituality. And then I entered, I worked with another woman named Leanne Brooke Tyler, who's amazing and just kept going deeper. And for some reason, I just intuited, if I'm going to be really called to the shamanic path, like in the way I want, it's going to be a call. I'm not going to choose in. It's going to be an invitation. I don't know what it is, but I just sort of felt that. And then one day I was actually another example of what we talked about before. I went very recently, like two months ago, I was at my altar and I, and I said this declaration, I want you to crack me open to my full power. I want nothing less. That was like, and the next day I went for a walk and I found a wing by itself, a whole wing, like a hawk wing. Wow. Colorado. That's crazy. So I sent a picture to Leanne, my teacher. And she said, you know what this means? She said, let me be clear. Was it a wing by itself? And I said, yes. And she said, well, you know what this means? And I was like, what is it? She's like, this is the hallmark call to the shamanic path. Oh, really? Really? In her lineage, I suppose, yeah. So I have this, now I'm preserving this wing. I'm like literally in it. So I'm at the very beginning stages of this, what I think the official beginning of
0: my shamanic path, but it's
1: it's been a journey.
0: Yes, I'm sure. Yesterday I saw, for the first time, I just looked up into the trees. I was out for a walk early in the morning with a friend and I saw two eagles sitting at the top of a tree. I know. Oh, They're, they're you know, I live in like Little Milford, a little shoreline community and there were two eagles in this they were overlooking the river and I was like oh my god look at that because there is an eagle's nest by the shore that's not far from there but I haven't looked up and it was like whoa I so Mm. I'm like still looking at all the references to go what is this saying to me oh eagle medicine is what's up it's my favorite Oh, that's funny. Well, I'll have to do a little more research. What comes to mind? You you know, is anything come to mind immediately about the eagles? I mean, the eagle is just the essence of liberation of the spirit. Oh, really?
1: Yeah, it is the messenger between heaven and earth. Precise vision. The eagle is about through precision, because if you think about the eagle, they don't. They're not getting down and dirty with the coyotes. No. They're like, I'm camping up on this. And when I see my fish, I'm going to eat it. Yep. And then I'm going to soar for a while. And I'm going to camp back out till the next time. That's yep. for me, Eagle medicine. It's like oh, wow, freedom through ease, liberation, well, back up in the spirit.
0: Freedom through ease. I'll sign up for that. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it sure hasn't been easy up till now. So if I can step into some ease and grace, I'm all for it. That'd be awesome.
1: Well, that consider yourself odd. called. The two eagles is like, are you listening? <laughs> we brought. Oh, <laughs> I, I saw
0: them. I said, take your phone out, take a picture of those. <laughs> I didn't bring my phone, but she did. You, oh, I'll take a picture. So I was so I was really excited. I'm like, oh my gosh, that means something. I'm gonna look into that. I so, mean, they double down on eagle medicine. I know. You are ready for ease? Well, they make for life, right? So it might have been a pair. Beautiful. I know oh, that was. I was very taken. So what else would you like to share with the listeners before we wrap up? Hmm. Want to inspire them with something or give them something to think about? I think I would say the thing that I am, at least that feels the
1: most fun, not fun as I'm like, wow, this is fun. Like fun as in <laughs> this is what I wanted is for so long, I was, I knew about the concept of surrender. Right. We hear about it all the time. Just let go. Yes. You have to surrender. But a, at first, my response to it was how the hell do you actually do that? Does yes. anybody really do that?
0: Yes. Right. Yes. <laughs> Am I doing it right yet? Yes. <laughs> right. I want somebody to bottle it and send me a bottle and I can take a swig. Whenever I need to surrender, it's like, is it vodka? What is it? You know? <laughs>
1: I mean, the number of times that I have had friends, mentors, teachers looking at me saying, Vanessa, just let go. <laughs> and I'm like, where letting go? You know, as I'm like bare gripping, not letting go at all. <laughs> Is it
0: surrender?
1: <laughs> I was using it as a strategy to get what I wanted. Like, so I was like, am I doing it right so that I get the outcome that I wanted anyway? In other words, I was using surrender as a
0: strategy to keep controlling. (laughs) Oh yeah. And well, that makes total sense to me. Why else would you do it? Why else would you do it? So you can get what you want, of course. That's right.
1: And it's true, you do. I I mean, that's still the working theory. But what I actually discovered not that long ago is Surrender is the desire itself. And that was a game changer for me because what I realized is I don't want to do it on my own. I'm just afraid not to. So when I started to relate to surrender as the desire, full stop, I just want to be carried. But like to let myself really have that desire beyond the fear, beyond the controlling nutcase that lives in my head. <laughs>
0: who is she anyway?
1: <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, Oh, girlfriend is strong and determined. I could tell you that I realized that I wasn't, I, I started, it changed my relationship to surrender as something I had to do to something I wanted to do. And it was so subtle, but it actually started to open me up. And And I'm in this moment. Like I said, I mean, it was only days ago that this financial collapse occurred in my life. I mean, this is like the moment I feared for all of eternity. Oh no. And I didn't even have a moment of just let go. I actually just let go.
0: That's pretty amazing, huh? That's empowering. I seem like I'm pretty good right now, right? Like, yeah, you, definitely. Yeah. Well, I know, you know, you're going to be taken care of and you know, you let go of something so something better can come in. And yep, it's it- hard to hold that in your human consciousness yes but that's, all we to, have. that's all we got <laughs> the we're given. meat <laughs> suit and a little
1: bit of light <laughs> yeah if you relate to if you can just explore the possibility that you don't aren't being forced to surrender to somehow get rewarded that on some level deep down surrender itself is the thing you want
0: because when it, you surrender then spirit can guide you is that the concept you're coming to yeah
1: it's not even guide you. It's just like, it's got you. Okay. Full support. Full support. And I think that's the thing that those of us who are deeply clinging to control actually really want, like, I don't want to be in control. I'm afraid not to be, but I don't want to be.
0: Well, there's a lot of responsibility and takes a lot of effort and work and stuff. Yeah. A lot of pushing. All right. Well, I'm going to have to check back in with you and see how you're doing, but I can only imagine you'll be soaring on the on two wings of a hawk. <laughs> so funny
1: that when, right before you said soaring in my head, I thought
0: soaring. Oh, well, call me psychic. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Do you have a free offer you want to share with the listeners? Yes. There's two. One is the powergift.com,
1: and it's a free training on my redefinition of power. And it's Spoiler alert, leads you to surrender, but in a very practical way, no surprise. Okay. The second is if you follow through thepowergift.com, you will find an invitation to my quarterly free event called Emergence. And it's a half day transformative immersion. It's four hours of deep, 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 delicious work, and it's totally free.
0: Wow. That is quite a gift. All right. So that's thepowergift.com. Yep. And if you just move through that, it'll take you right to Emergence. That's excellent. What a pleasure. This is such a pleasure. So much fun. If you come at business from this perspective, you connect with the divine feminine and you allow spirit to support you, it can make your entrepreneurship, as you said, a heck of a lot easier. And honestly, I'm on the path to learn how to do that. I don't know all the answers, I'm just finding my way. And no matter how much you learn, there's more. Opportunity slash threat. <laughs> yeah. There's always another growth opportunity. <laughs> it never ends until you die, right? And then there's probably more on the other side. So <laughs> infinite being, infinite work. I don't know there if that's a thing. Oh my gosh. <laughs> All right. Thanks again, Vanessa. It was so much fun. So good. Thank you. Thank you for listening today. If you're curious about intuitive coaching or a past life reading, please visit BreatheLoveAndMagic.com. If you enjoyed the episode, please rate it or write a review and subscribe to never miss an episode and share the magic with a friend. This is Ronnie and Ryan wishing you love and magic.